Okay, I think we are good to, yep, we're, we're recording. Hey guys, Caroline over here with Southwest Utility Solutions. So excited to be talking to you guys tonight and bringing you episode two of our Tell Me Your Story series. If you don't know, this series was built really this summer in an effort to highlight just multi-family rock stars, and no pun intended there with our guest on the show tonight. Um, just people who have really they're elevating our multifamily industry. They're setting new standards. They're raising the bar of what we should expect out of our property management companies. These people are, um, they are the pace setters. They're really making waves in the industry. Tonight, I am sitting down, sitting down, I'm chatting with Mr. Robert Martinez, the owner and founder um, and CEO, obviously, of Rockstar Capital. He's also one of my favorite clients. I have the privilege of working with he and his team, and it's always a ball. Um, so so, Robert, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Hi, yes. This is Robert Martinez. I'm the apartment rock star. I'm excited to be on your show. Yes, and we're so excited to have you. So let's just jump right in. So, guys, if you have not um, listened to um, previous episodes, we have a list of 10 questions that we're going to ask Robert, and um, we're just going to see what his input and feedback is. So let's dive right in. So first question for you, Robert, is what drives you? What makes you wake up every morning? Winning, 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 winning. I, I enjoy winning. I, I like to try and strive to win because I think that's where you And I also don't like regret. You know, I don't want to be an 80-year-old guy waking up somewhere, maybe probably a retirement home somewhere, thinking, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I try a little harder? Uh, re regret just drives me insane. And so with that, uh, I like to take a lot of chances. I like to go out there and try to push the envelope. I like to try to see what we're made out of. You know, I, while I enjoy winning, I think you learn a little bit more out of the losses, you know, to be, to be frank. You know, winning just means you just keep doing the same thing over, over and over again. Losing losses is when you really, really learn about yourself, yeah. you know, and, and what you need to do to get back on that winning pace. I mean, there's an expression that, um, uh, how's it go? Um, invention is the mother, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. Now think about that for a second, right? I mean, until you need it, you don't come up with a plan. Well, if you're winning, you don't need to change anything. And so you don't get better, right? It's when you yeah. experience the losses, it's when you really experience the gains. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that really resonates with me as well. And I'm sure as it does with some of our listeners, the most growth happens in the middle of our failures and like learning um, from those losses. Insane growth happens there. Um, so I love that. I love that. The, the drive to win. That's awesome. Um, Robert, why multifamily? For question number two. You know, um, I just kind of was happened. I was very fortunate. I, I, uh, I was in oil and gas sales. I got a degree from, from A&M. And, uh, you know, that's what you do when you go to school. You, you go into oil and gas and support and some way here in Houston. And I got into sales. And, you know, like many other people listening here, I had a nine to five. And that, that was, that's what I was told to do, you know. And, uh, but what happens is if you're really good at sales, you know that they start to play with your commission plans because you're the most compensated guys in the organization. Yeah. And they only want you making a certain amount of money. And so they tinker with your plans or they try to put, you know, give you the weakest accounts so you can try to grow those accounts. And, yep. you know, it, it, it's a little demoralizing to, to a sales guy, you know, and especially if you're mostly commission-based, you know, you hate to see your, your sales that you work for go away. So I began looking for different opportunities to try to supplement, supplement my income. You know, and I, I came across a... Uh, uh, 
a real estate mentorship company here in Houston called Lifestyles Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, they're very big. They've been around for like 25 years. And, you know, listening to Del Wong's in the radio, uh, you know, I, I decided that uh, that I would come in and give it a shot. And, and it was the best decision of my life, you know, coming in and getting around a group of individuals, you know, who all wanted to do the same thing. I mean, that, that's, you know, talk about mentorship and yeah. stuff like that. When everybody wants the same thing, you know, you're just, you're, you're surrounded by it. You live it, you breathe it. And, and it, that's how I discovered multifamily. I did not anticipate, you know, 10 years later, we'd have 3,200 units and, yeah. you know, all the accolades that we have as a company. And, you know, uh, it just, it just kind of happened. That's amazing. And th- what is the quote? It's like, you become most like the five people you hang out with most. And um, like being a part of a group like Lifestyles, being a part of an organization like that, um, you're surrounded by people who want to win as bad as you, um, which is just, oh man, oh man, that's just, I yeah, so good. Um, all right, why Rockstar? Why does Rockstar Capital exist, Robert? Rockstar Capital exists. It just was an expression. I, this is my second life in multifamily. I had a first business with a business partner uh, that that you know we 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 you know I sold my interest out uh, several years back. But an expression that we had was called you know you're such a rock star. Kind of how you were talking earlier about the you know multi the rock stars the multifamily. Yeah. Really, it's a very common expression. And when we started our company, we said you know what that's going to be our name because that's what that's the that's the effort that we're going to try to give that that's what we're trying to aspire to be we want to be that rock star. we want people to call us rock stars so when your name is rock star and it's on the company bannerhead you know you you better perform oh you know, yeah. we have it, it's driven us it motivates us you know since since uh the founding of rockstar in 2011 you know we've got 15 uh city state national apartment association wins you know that's property manager of the year that's, that's main and supervisor of the year that's independent owner of the year national independent owner of the year you know, we've got 15, and I'm not sure how many everybody else has, but I, I promise you um, uh, we're at the top of the charts there. Uh, you know, and with that, we drive. We drive to push for more. We've got other accolades such as, you know, we've got the top-rated uh, apartment complex in not just Houston but, but all of Texas based on reputation management, you know. And so without that name, we wouldn't drive. We're constantly pushing ourselves to, to earn and live up to that name. Yeah, it's killer. I mean, y'all are seriously setting standards that – People are struggling to meet. I mean, really, what what a bar to set. Um, but you know, but you know what? They don't need to, right? You're not competing with me. They're competing with the person you're looking at in the mirror. Absolutely. You know? And as long as you're trying, once you recognize it's you versus you, and you just shut down the rest of the noise, man, life becomes a lot more simple. You know, and I figured that out some time back. You know, I don't I don't play for everybody else. I play for me, and I play for the the players around my team. You know, and, and yeah. once I realize that, and you stop worrying about other people's opinions. You know, I'm telling you, man, I think things get a lot simpler. Yeah. What a killer outlook and perspective. I mean, seriously. Your competition is who is in the mirror, people. It's who you're looking at. It's yourself. Be better than you were yesterday and be better tomorrow than you are today. Love that. Right. Um, Okay. So let's break down, like, uh, your thoughts on... um, Oh, wait, no, we got one more question before trends. Okay, um, obviously multifamily is very special. Our todays don't look like yesterday's and our tomorrow's will never look the same. Um, some might describe it as super challenging. Some others would describe it as sometimes frustrating. Um, I'm curious, what has kept you a part of the multifamily industry? Why are you still here? I think we're still here because we do the basics really well. Yeah. You know, there, there's always new trends. There's always new new ideas, especially with when it comes to renovation. You know, yeah. you just have to just do the basics. 
right? Make sure you put yourself in their sh- in the in the person's shoes that's renting your complexes, right? right? You know, in every single one of my investments, right? We we manage, but I also have money in that game, and I have friends in there, I have family in there, and that means a lot to me, right? Because I'm not going to let my friends and family down. I'm, I mean, that's my kids' money, right? Yeah. And if your money is next to my kids' money, good for you because I'm going to guard it with my life, you know. And so yeah. I just came down to the idea that you know what. Just do the basics well. You can be a rock star by just doing the basics, right? I mean, there's no better compliment than when somebody decides that after they've lived with you for a year or 15 months or 18 months, they want to renew, right? Well, how did you get there? What did you do, right? You got to have the renewal in mind, right? right? So if they're constantly complaining about something within your complex, they're probably not going to renew, right? So one of the things that we like to separate ourselves is like, you know, just our renovations. We go in there. We do a comprehensive renovation, but truly, it's just the basics, right? We want to replace every single air condition. People are like, wait, what? You do what? I go, yeah, because in my residence, if it's 105 outside in the middle of August, it's going to be a cool 72 in their apartment. Which is awesome. It's not going to match the temperature, right? But if you have to complain about the AC all the time, you're probably not going to renew. Yeah, absolutely. And so all of our renovation, everything we do is with the renewal in mind. And so, again, living to doing the basics. You know, you know, you're probably going to, I think you said something about, you know, multifamily of tomorrow or whatever. Well, I mean, we just try to meet, meet the demands of tomorrow as well, but there's still basic demand. You know, housing is going to be here. You can't, right. you can't automate away housing. You need a roof over your head. So why not be the best roof that you can have over your head? Why not just take care of them? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's what we do. We just try to do the basics really, really well. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, just hit that nail right on the head, Robert. I mean, it's just perfect. Um, so what is the biggest shift in trends that you've noticed? You've been a part of multifamily for a while. Um, what's the biggest shift in trends you've noticed in the past five, ten years or so? The education that our renters have oh, about yeah. who you are. You know, if you're not around and you don't have an Internet presence, you're not on Facebook, Instagram today, a, social, a strong social media presence, then you don't exist today. Because people do not have the time. Anything that saves time is what they're going to do. You know, 10 years ago, people relied on the apartment guidebook. People relied on a hard copy. Those don't even exist anymore, right? Right. Right. And then, and then, you know, so they have, but they still need to be educated. So what do they do? You've got to have a strong website. You got to have a strong Facebook social media presence showing your community involvement, showing how your your um, apartment complex is different, right? So you just got to learn how to storytell and content, right? Because people don't have the time to shop 10 apartments on a Saturday anymore. Yeah. They're going to do all their research online. And so what you see online is what, what you have, what you put online is what they think of you. And when they come in on that Saturday, they're only going to look at a couple apartment complexes. You better be one of them. Chances are it's on, they're going to, after the first one, they're done. If they like what they see, they're done. So what we realize is that you know uh, the rent, the rent, the the, uh, the the prospective renters of today and tomorrow are equipped with information. They know all about you. They know about your reviews. They know what you look like already. So we're going to make sure that we storytell. I think we storytell very well online. Um, our leads uh, over the last couple of three years that have been web based have just shot through the roof because we, we've made that commitment to make sure that we, we tell the right story. Yeah, and I think that's powerful too. And and if you're not in multifamily and somehow you found this video or, or podcast and you're listening, I think that truth can be applied to a lot of industry. You you can't be stubborn with your approach to your market or your customers. You have to go where the attention is. We're, we're 
what we're paying for and what we're investing in is attention. Attention is the game. And getting in front of exactly where our market's attention is, is how you win. And to your point, getting online, being active on social media, you know, marketing to this up and coming generation of college students who are about to graduate and move and pursue jobs and, and look for a place to live and rent new renters and whatnot. Like, they're online. You're totally right. Um, what do you think the next big shift in trends is going to be as we look forward? What do you think's to come? Well, I may still a little bit more of my thunder there, right? But I think everybody's looking for convenience and for time. That's just what it is, right? So, you know, I think people are living in apartments longer and longer today. And there's a variety of reasons. I'm not going to go into them. But people have heard, you know, whether it's homes are more expensive or people don't want to put their, their down payment money in. I mean, you know, I rent. I don't have a, a single-family house anymore. You know, I don't want to put that heavy down payment. I want my money in my in my bank or I want it right. in an investment property. I want to be able to have, be more mobile, right, uh, so, I can, so I can rent. But the thing is, I'm still going to rent. And I think that's the trend for a lot of people. So... They need to make sure that the basics are there. You know, when we got started, washer and dryers and all the units was not was a was a dream. You know, we didn't do now. Yeah. That's a standard. We put washer and dryers in all of our units because we believe people are going to be in there. I don't. It needs to right. be as convenient for them as possible to want to renew again. And so you got to stay up. You know, next thing you're seeing all the all the smart home trends. You know, right. I mean, I you, you know the stuff that you once saw in nice hotels. You know, the price point, just like with flat screen TVs, right? How they yeah. were used to be really expensive, right? Now they're super affordable. I saw a 65-inch LG today for $599. Well, wow. the same thing is happening with the smart homes, right? They're, that technology is getting more and more um, adaptable, right? And yeah. so you're going to see all of that. Anything that saves time, saves um, anything that saves your time is what you need. Uber, right? Well, why do people use Uber? It's because it, it's the perception at least of saving time. But you go to your phone, you click on your app, you say you're there. You don't have to call Yellow Cab. You don't have to call somebody you can yep. you get you get a nice car you, you're willing to you set a budget you're willing to pay and you get it because you did you did it from from your from the convenience of your phone anything that's on the phone is where they're going to be and that's where you got to be yes absolutely convenience and accessibility yes yes yep. yes um okay i want to talk about mentorship for a second so any um big life change for me from personal experience any big shift professionally or personally has really been a result of of mentorship. I attest it to these people that I've been so grateful to have in my life that have poured into me and just offered up just wisdom and knowledge and little nuggets of gold in the form of advice um, from people that have been there and have done that. And, you know, I, my role here at Southwest Utility Solutions, I don't, Andrew's a mentor of mine. Andrew, for those of you watching that don't know, Andrew Leach owns Southwest Utility Solutions. He's a mentor of mine. And I feel like I come to work every day and I learn and I'm, I'm soaking up. Um, just all of this knowledge about an industry. I don't feel like I'm being spoken at. I feel like I'm being spoken to and I'm learning. Um, and same throughout college. Like I'm clinging to people who have been there and who have done that and um, and are willing to just pour into you. And, and so mentorship for me has been huge. It continues to be huge. My mentors from high school, I still meet with monthly. Um, from college, I still talk to weekly. Like, I constantly want to be poured into. What's your perspective on mentorship, and uh, what does that kind of mean to you? Well, I think you need to do an audit of all your mentors and all your friends, too, right? Because the mentors that when you're a teenager or even early college should not be the mentors down the line for you, right? I mean, Andrew wasn't there for you, right? I and mean, when you're when you're a young lady in junior high or high school or even college, yeah, absolutely. Today, right? So that's what I mean. So you've got to be constantly evolving your mentor because at some point you do outgrow your mentor. 
Yeah. You know, so you've got to keep finding people that are willing to invest in you, but are also where you want to be, right? Those people are like, they're at the top of the mountain, at least for that moment, right? And so you get to that top of the mountain, right. but you got to keep looking, you got to keep stretching. So I think, you know, for just advice, I, I, I think that um, uh, you got to keep evolving w- with your mentors. You need to learn that you're not in a race. You know, yeah. so many, I meet so many millennials, right, that I'm not sure what it is. It's the Instagram, it's the Kardashian effect. It's like, <laughs> I got to compete with Kylie and be a billionaire. You know, you're not, right? You're not because she comes from a family of other entertainers, and they've all they've all mentored each other. The biggest mentor is the mama Chris, right, who's like, she's just like a, a business ninja. I mean, that lady right. is just phenomenal, right? But if you don't have access to Chris, Chris Kardashian, you got to get access to other people, but still slow down. You know, you, you're not in a rush. You're in your 20s. You're in your early 30s. You got time, right? Find, keep finding something. I used to remember people would tell me, "Oh, one of these days you'll find a job that you love, and it won't feel like work." I'm thinking, never, never. This is a paycheck for me. I do this because this is a paycheck. You know, I may be yeah. good at it, but I didn't love it. Later on, in time, you, I fell into multifamily real estate. Never even thought that was never even explained to me in college. Nobody, had, I knew. Um, um, knew anything about it until I found Dale Wamsley on the radio. And he became a friend and a mentor, right? And you grow. So you've got to have your eyes open to things. And now, you know, I what I do every day, I, I love Monday mornings, man. Monday helps me get back on track. Yeah. Monday morning is my very favorite day of the week. That sets the tone for the week. That sets the momentum for the week. And it gets me going because I love what I do. The worst day sometimes is the weekend. You think, why? Yeah. Everybody listen, no, no. But I miss the constant movement. I miss the drive. I miss the, the camaraderie with everybody. I miss growing what we're trying to do, you know? And so yeah. if, if you're living for the weekends, you got something wrong. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You're, nothing's going to happen on the weekends. You're, you're going to grow during the week, absolutely, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And, and if you're just wasting those five days to get to those last two days, you know, it, it, it's a problem. So, But a good mentor will tell you that. They'll tell you that you're, 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 you've got your mindset. You know, uh, one of the mentors I like is a guy named Grant Cardone. I just discovered him a couple of years ago, and yeah. I actually had a, the pleasure of visiting with him earlier in the summer, and he's got a great expression. So many people live for that club on Friday and Saturday nights so they can get drunk and wasted, but you know what? They haven't earned that right to do that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, how powerful a message, right, that mm-hmm. a mentor like that is sharing with these guys. If they understand what he's saying, you haven't earned the right to go out there and waste your time and complain that you're not happy with your life when you're dropping down seventy, eighty dollars the night before and spending the whole day recovering. You're not you're not chasing your dreams and your goals. You know, that that's a mentor. That's somebody who's actually giving great advice. So I think those are the kind of people you gotta surround yourself with. Yeah, one hundred percent. That I am I'm not I'm maybe I'm speechless. Maybe that's why I can't talk. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to put words together and they're not coming out because yeah, no. That was fantastic for everybody listening. I know you can agree. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, so leading rock star, obviously it comes with, um, I would assume challenges. I would assume even more rewarding moments and um, experiences just that are just amazing. Um, in your opinion, what do you think makes a leader great? Wow. Well, I think what makes a leader great is that he's got to make sure that he takes that responsibility very seriously and he needs to invest in his team. You know, if you follow me on LinkedIn, I've got a three-part article that I just released, and it's all about empowering your team. It's all about believing in your team, right? Because I'm just one guy, and if I'm doing this right, I'm going to be the least important person in the entire machine, right? You know, during during uh, 
uh, whenever in the middle of the night there's an issue, it's not me going out there and dealing with it. It's, it's my staff. But they have to want to do it. During Hurricane Harvey, I had maintenance guys out there that were, you know, patrolling our, our, our parking guy, our, our parking lots, making sure that debris, you know, uh, didn't collect in the in, in the uh, in the drainage, so we wouldn't have any flooding problems, right? But yeah. they have to want to do that, right? So why are they wanting to do that? Because they 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 believe they're part of the company, and you got to invest in your team. You got to make sure you understand what's important to them and make it important to you, and figure out how can I help you get what you want. You know, and it's the abundance mentality. It's a thought process that if I help you get what you want, you're probably going to want to help me get what I want when I ask for it, you know, but you're not going to if it's just me always asking, asking, asking. I've got to really show you that I care. And I think that's part of it. You just got to be willing to just invest in your team. And then, yeah. you know, I mean, when I walk a property and I'm out there, you know, inspecting it, you know, with my team, yeah, I'm, I'm the porter. I do everything. I'm If I see something on the ground, I'm going to pick it up. I don't mark orders and say fix that or pick that up. I mean, you've got to be able to get dirty with them, right? That's a true here, that there is nothing that you're not willing to do, that you're willing to ask someone else to do. Love that. I love that. You you help your people get to where they want to be. That's that's really, I, I it feels kind of sad to say this, but I feel like that's actually really rare. Um, I feel like that's one of the very few times in the entirety of my life that I've heard that. Um, a good leader is somebody who helps their people get to where they want to be first. Um, because if you can do that, then them helping you get to where you want to be or where the collective is trying to get will follow. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there, there's an expression we have there is that, I, look, I've really hit my financial goals. I've really hit my life goals. I've just, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm living a, living a blessed life right now, right? But one of these days, I'll, I'm going to get old and gray, and I'm not going to have anybody to talk to if no one else got their goals either. You know, yeah. so I'm going to get to the top of the mountain. I need to make sure the rest of my team gets to the top of the mountain because I want to share stories. I want to be there, you know, patting everybody on the back and remember this, remember that, as everybody's, you know, hitting all of the goals that they ever wanted in life because we got there together. When you decide that you're in, that in life, it's not about just being alone, that you can actually be on a team holding hands as you walk through that dark forest. You know, you're probably going to come mm-hmm. out the other side than, than if you went alone, right? right. And so it's like I, just, I, I can't I feel like I'm winning if the rest of my team isn't winning either. And I think that's how we won 15 state city national awards, right? Because very few of those are in, are like, you know, a uh, single base. They're like property based. They're, right. you know, which is a team effort, right? And those are the, those are the greatest, you know, and, you know, most recently we were, we were uh, announced as an HPJ fast 100, you know, we actually were ranked 15th fastest growing company in Houston last year. Oh my year, God, congratulations. Right? That, thank wow. You, thank you. That wasn't me, but to me, that's the ultimate team effort. How do you get there? Yeah. Right? You got to have success. You got to have a team willing to keep growing, keep fighting. Our whole motto is whatever it takes, right? But they got to believe that. You can't just put that on the banner head and think that because this is your motto that everybody's going to start following that, right? That you got to live and breathe it with them. And so, it's, I, I mean, to finish answering your question, I think that's what it is. I think you just got to realize that it's not about you, it's about everybody else and what you need to do to, to make sure that they win with you. And in that answer, you have already answered my next question, which okay. is what advice do you have for somebody who wants to be a leader? That's, I mean, really, you, it's not just you, right? It's your team. It's the collective. Just like you said, I mean, from what crazy place of humility saying, you know, we just got this insane accolade, this insane recognition from the city, from which is nationally recognized, this huge accolade, but you know, thank you for congratulating me, but it's my team. My team is recognized. My properties are recognized. And that's collective effort. That's 
I have an army of people behind me who are working for these same goals and the, the, the collective mission or whatever it is. And the recognition is a product of everybody working their tails off and just visions being in line. I think that is a huge struggle within organizations is having in line visions, right? Like people working collectively um, towards obviously whatever the goal is that's set in place, but is the vision in line too? Do we all want to go to the same place? Are we all working towards the same the same finish line for the same reason? And it's different for everybody, right? But the collective, I think the vision between team members um, helping solidify that everybody, you know, as an organization, as a company, this is where we're going. If you can get people behind that, I mean, as you said, I mean, look at look at all of the amazing things that happen. I just, oh God. Um, so thank you for answering number nine. Um, so number 10 is, this is where, and when I talk to people and I ask this question, they always are like, why do you do this? Why are you, why are you asking um, me to talk about my business and pitch it? Because I, it is important. I want our listeners to know why Rockstar Capital is the absolute best, just, best team to work with within multifamily. So Robert, pitch us Rockstar Capital, please. If this wasn't convincing enough for everybody watching, pitch them one more time. Tell them why Rockstar Capital is just the absolute best place ever. Because I'm not Rockstar Capital. Yeah. We are Rockstar Capital. The team is Rockstar Capital. Again, I'm the most, I'm the least important person in the whole machine. I'm not the one that's going to go out there and lease that apartment. I'm the one that's not going to go out there and, you know, uh, you know, fix that leaky toilet. It's my team, but they have to want to go out there, right? And they have to have the right attitude. They have to have, a, you know, and if they can't fix that leak, what are they going to do? Are they just going to give up and walk away? Or are they going to do whatever it takes to get it fixed? And I think that's, that, that's our secret sauce. We win because I got the best team. And I have the best team because it's not about talent. It's about heart and hard work. Yeah. That beats talent every day of the week when talent doesn't work hard. You know, I'd rather have a, a, a group of 11 or 12 hardworking you know, heartfelt people than the most talented guy in the room because he's going to be lazy. You know, I want guys that are going to just not quit and, and are just going to stay there. And that's what my team does. And so, you know, the best description is that is Rockstar right there is that everybody is trying to win. Everybody is on the same page trying to help everybody else out. I don't sleep well at night knowing that there's issues there in my property and there aren't any issues there because I got the best team who take it upon themselves. They're willing to bleed next to you as if it was their own, because it is their own. Wow. I've got a quote hanging on my wall. Actually, um, my office is just filled with inspirational quotes. It's it's like uh, my, uh, my thing. And I've got one that says, there is no secret ingredient in the recipe for success. Work hard, grab opportunities, and follow your passion. And this interview cool. has just been the epitome of that quote for me listening to you i can hear your heart i can hear your soul i can hear how bad um how bad just not how bad but how much this journey and how much this mission has meant to you um as you continue to pursue it and i can and hear it in your voice and and i love working with your team because i can hear it in their voices and it's so awesome to talk to the leader of that team and for those two um really those two voices to be identical like that that is very rare that doesn't happen and and whatever is happening over at rockstar capital something's working um because it is evident in every single person i talk to on your team on your property um just 
it comes through and I just think it's amazing. Um, that is all we got, y'all. That is our interv interview with um, Mr. Robert Martinez. Robert, will you actually share with our audience real quick before we go, um, I heard through the grapevine that you've got this big old breast cancer walk y'all are doing. Yeah, I, I'm so happy you gave me a chance. I was trying to figure out a way to work it in. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. We, we're we're going to, on Friday, today's the 11th, right? We're doing this podcast, but on Friday, on Saturday, excuse me, on Saturday the 13th uh, at 8 a.m. in downtown uh, of City of Umpel, um, we are going to host our third annual um, breast cancer walk. Uh, Rockstar Cares is a charitable part of our organization that we created um, in 2015, 2016, and our very first, you know, community give back event was a breast cancer walk. My mother uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015, and when that occurred, I mean, man, I did not know what it meant. I mean, mom, are you dying? Well, what is what's going on? Yeah. And as we educated ourselves, we realized, wow, you know, that she had been getting the proper screens and treatments that that she, that she needed to have, and because she was doing that, she caught this very early, and she got the treatment and the care that she needed. Right, but I started thinking about all these other people that may not have had regular screenings or may not have right. you know had the resources to do it so i was really just led to want to do this breast cancer walk and we did our first one in 2016 we raised ten thousand dollars for susan g coleman Holy we did it again God. in 17 you know we did the same thing this year our, our, our company has grown leaps and bounds we've had we're blessed to have so many resources and successes we've got a much larger team you know right now i've got 650 signed up for this walk you know um, awesome. we've raised nearly thirty thousand dollars already you know blowing out our $10,000 mark. And, oh, you know, wow. the thing I'm be, yeah. The thing I'm going to be most proud of, right, is that, you know, actually, there's two things with this, is that last week uh, at, at Dearborn Forest Apartments, uh, we, we hosted a mobile mammogram uh, unit that came out there and provided 18 mammograms that we paid for for our, for our residents of our properties. Holy and we had cow. 16 that were taken. Uh, two of them we gave to family members of our Rockstar family. And I know one lady had never gone, she was almost, she was 44 years old, and had never had a screening. You know, I had another lady that um, that she was there, and she'd been having, um, she, she'd been feeling some lumps and didn't know what it was, but didn't have the money to go and get a screen. And at least yeah. now she has, she, she needs to know she has the knowledge that she needs, right? So that's so huge for us. And then next week, you know, in addition to, to the money that we're raising for Susan Tacoma, which I assume will be at least another $10,000, we started the Nifa Martinez, which is my mom's name, the Nifa Martinez Butterfly Fund. And it's, it's financial assistance for, for families that are struggling with, with, with their treatments. And we're going to be able to provide, you know, a direct donation. So yeah, that one's really touching to me because, you know, you, you see this big organization, right, and you write them a check, but you never know where the money goes. Yeah. You know, you never hear about how it impacts anybody. And to have this separate fund dedicated directly to uh, some families that need that help, uh, I mean, that's, you know, that, that means the world to me. And so we're going to have this huge breast cancer walk in the city of Humble. It's the first they've ever had there. And so we're happy that this is our the third That's time awesome. we've done it with them. Yeah. You know, most of our properties are, we got started in the city of Humble. It's our home base. It, it's, it's, it's our backyard. It's, it's where we're from, you know. And so to be able to do that there in, in our first community, um, is, you know, it, it's our signature event. It's the highlight of what we do through Rockstar Cares. And we do, we do a lot of other events, you know, Houston Food Bank, Adopt a Family, Hurricane Harvey. But this is the one. This is the one that means the most to me. You know, so I'm so happy to be able to, to do that. And if you're out there and you're interested and you want to come out there, please go to rockstarcapital.com. Look for the uh, Rockstar Care site and register. It's only $15. Just come out there with us. You got children, it's $5. We're going to have Chick-fil-A out there. Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A, Cal Rocco, our, 
our, our rock star mascot's going to be out there. We've got, we're gonna, it's going to be a carnival atmosphere. we got G-Man from 97.9. Uh, the box is going to be out there. Oh, I'm not fun. sure if you saw that on my Facebook, but, you know, we, we had a nice, uh, a nice um, recording uh, with him yesterday, and it was it was just great to hear. You know, everybody's impacted by breast cancer in one way or another. Everybody knows somebody. Yeah. You know, in the city of Houston, you got one in four women that are diagnosed every day with breast cancer. And so, you know, and it's very treatable. All you got to do is just start the prevention, get the knowledge. You know, you don't have to go through some of the issues there. Uh, one lady I heard, I think she was paying, gosh, she, it was, she had um, nine, two, I forgot what the math was, but it was nine pills, and it was well over $2,000 a pill. You know, yeah, for, for the treatment. I don't know what it was. I, I It's just, you know, and that could have been preventable, you know, had she got the screenings early, you know. So we're yeah. just there to raise awareness. But, Karen, thanks for taking too much time here. I'm sorry just, you know, <laughs> for allowing the opportunity to talk about our breast cancer walk. It, it's extremely, you know, heartfelt to me. And I, I, I just, you know, this is this is the biggest one for me. No, I, and I wanted you to share. Uh, I definitely wanted our audience to know uh, another amazing opportunity to get involved with um, just – an, another amazing thing in the community, like this huge breast cancer walk, $30,000 already raised. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Um, October 13th, the Saturday, 8 a.m. in Humble. Information's on the Rockstar website under Rockstar Cares. Go register. Go donate. My team and I, we have donated. Um, we submitted that last week. We made a pledge to $500. We're so excited to be wow, a part of this. You. Oh, absolutely. We believe in what you're doing, and uh, we want to be a part of it. So, uh, But we're excited. We're on board. You can get on board, too. Like Robert said, everybody's been affected. Um, and with that, Robert, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your heart, and thank you for talking with us tonight. Um, everybody that's listening and watching, stay tuned for more content. I'm so grateful that you all are hanging out with us tonight and continue to hang out with us day after day. I'm so excited to see where this journey takes us. And until next time, Talk to y'all soon.